Cavs are powerful. <sighs> they are. They are. Every day is leg day. Um <laughs> <laughs> Post loudness, this is open ended. A show about two best friends who blur the line between fiction and fact. Hey, everybody, it's Cher. And I'm James. And this week we're going to talk about the beach. rather nostalgic about the beach <laughs> not that movie that was starring leonardo DiCaprio after he tried to like get away from the whole titanic thing oh god <laughs> you're coming in full full uh full clutch this week oh yeah <laughs> or rather blue crush sorry sorry oh my god all right so i'm hanging up <laughs> this is another episode open-ended beep beep <laughs> So the main reason that we're going to talk about this this week is because, weirdly enough, over the weekend, we both ended up having beach times in two different places, obviously. Yeah, you were at Coney Island. Yeah, and I don't know which beach you were at. I was, you were at one of the I many was in Rogers in Park. Chicago. I was in um, Rogers Park, which is the, the, north, the most north neighborhood of Chicago, before you get into Evanston, Illinois, which is not Chicago. Do not listen <laughs> to anybody who says it's Chicago. It is not Chicago. It is Evanston, Illinois. Send um, your emails to share. <laughs> <laughs> there is a distinction. I ain't got to deal with that shit. I'm no longer there. Okay, sir. Even though I agree with you. Anyway. <laughs> yes, but I was at North. I was at um, the northernmost point of Chicago, Rogers Park Beach, called Pratt Beach. It's a really nice beach. Yeah, and weirdly enough, like, it's something about the beach or just kind of being outside in general, like, since we both live in hella city urban areas, that really makes you, like, see some shit. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like I had a Jaden Smith moment okay. <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> you were making some fuego takes on pictures. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm but, like, saying. the pitcher, your pitcher game this, this weekend, this past weekend was... uh. <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm talking about the picture that you of um, friend of the show slash peach emoji slash wifey slash partner Sine, um <laughs> of your take of a iconic album cover from Washed Out. You <laughs> took some pretty risky creative license and uh, just like, sort of ripped <laughs> off their album cover. I mean, fantastic <laughs> as it was. I was like, wow, you're out here in the, in the weeds out here in these streets just being fuego as hell like, okay well then that's copyright definitely yeah but i you but I, like, didn't, I didn't pull it off as my own though no but like you didn't credit either you just kind of straight up was like i'm gonna I'm superimpose all the lettering everything <laughs> Anyway, just like open up your phone or whatever and check out the show notes because it'll be there. Oh yeah. But I don't know. I just like I saw her in this uh, in this pose and I was like, oh man, that reminds me of that album I used to always listen to. Oh for sure. I mean, anyway. Like it was definitely of that elk. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about Coney Island. So yeah. this is the first time that I went to Coney Island ever, and 
I, if, if you don't know me, I love cheese. Like I love, not, and also the food, but I love camp. I love cheesiness. I love fairs. Like all the things that people usually find annoying about Coney Island, I absolutely love. I love hearing repetitive Jason Derulo pop tracks on repeat <laughs> being played. I love wearing my sandals on a boardwalk. I love to smell funnel cake, and cotton candy, and overpriced pizza that's smaller than it should be. Like, it's something that I really enjoy. Did you and go to Nathan's? I didn't go to Nathan's this time. You, you messed up. You done this fucked time. up. This time. Mm. But, but it's something about, like, okay, so, like, being out here, there's something, like, about, like, going to this, like, fair kind of environment that kind of really reminds me of like my childhood like I grew up in like not really small town but like it wasn't a city either and every once in a while we used to always have these uh these like pop-up carnivals that would appear in parking lots of like shopping malls and trip malls and all that stuff and they're like exactly what it sounds like like one day is just like a giant parking lot the other day all of a sudden you just see a giant ferris wheel and all like it's it's very cheap it's like not joyous at all but it's it's fun and going back to coney island well not back for the first time going there like really kind of reminded me of that moment and it kind of felt like a reprise from i guess the too cool for school vibe that i sometimes feel being in a city like you always have to be like your best person you always have to be like like you can't i don't know like you can't show any emotion like you have to like always be on your shit and it's like no i'm gonna go to this place and i'm gonna watch like a street performer make a little mannequin dance while like wiggle wiggle by jason derulo is playing in the background and like that's okay <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, totally do, do you understand what i'm saying no like, absolutely you kind of get you kind of just like shed that whole you know new york skin for a little bit and just kind of embrace the fact that you are a human being and you're allowed to feel emotions and even if those emotions are very cheesy you can live in it and just be and exist without having to feel like you're being performative yeah like so do you like ever feel i mean like you probably do but i like i don't know i just want to dig deeper like do you ever feel like you're kind of lost in that performative nature i'm just i just like, i just permeate coolness james oh my God. like i i'm it's not an act i'm always cool that's just that's just oh who God. i am you're, james. you're a fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> um that was sarcasm um <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a huge dork, so um Yeah, I definitely feel that that kind of like showing off or like, you know, being kind of, you know, a little more snippy, a little more, you know, witty or having to put that performative act on to like have people like me or like wanna be around me or you know, always feel like I'm always on, as it were. And I think in those moments when you are surrounded by people who are, as they're, like you were talking about, the, the street performer doing something very cheesy, he, in fact, is putting himself out there in a way that kind of, like, plateaus your own experience. 
And so, like, okay, he's making a huge fool of himself. And it, he's having a great time doing it, no matter how I might feel about him or, like, what anybody else thinks about him. He's doing him, and he seems like having a great time. So who am I to judge his existence or what he's choosing to do? And it kind of, like, levels the playing field a little bit so you can also, like, actively enjoy what you're witnessing as opposed to just feeling like, ugh, whatever, and rolling your eyes back. You can actively be part of his embarrassment, as it were. You know what, I, like, that, that kind of reminds me of that, um, I forgot what the theory was, or, I don't know, I'm always going to attribute, like, when I learn something, it's probably from a podcast, but <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's just much easier that way. Um, so but it reminds me of this theory, yeah, I know, right? Um, it reminds me of this theory that I heard where it's not like the first person to do something that is like out of the norm is not the bravest person. It's the second person that's the most brave because they're choosing to follow someone in their like strangeness. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like if there was like someone... Let's say I'm walking down the street. All right, it's like midtown. It's like the middle of the day, and somebody just out of nowhere just starts like busting out break dancing in the middle of the street. Of course, like a that would be very dangerous. So let's move this person to the sidewalk. <laughs> um, and this person is like just having a grand old time, and you know, like that's one person like doing something that's out of the norm. But like if someone else goes and joins that person then that, like, becomes, like, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's two people that are kind of engaging in this, like, activity. And it's kind of, like, amazing, like, how that shit spreads. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it, like, and I guess this is, like, looking in a larger sense of, like, we're here at Coney Island. Like, it, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's ridiculous. But it's, like, hundreds of thousands of people are engaging in this ridiculousness, and you don't feel so ashamed yeah it's kind of like a ripple effect i mean like the idea the very idea of coney island is kind of like this weird you know turn of the century idea that has been around for over 100 years and and, you know people are continually going on and there i'm sure there were plenty of times for coney island to be shut down you know because like oh the zone hat no one cares about the stuff anymore but then that simple act of somebody continuing doing it and those people following along with it makes it you know not so strange mm. i think like the, i think the idea of just kind island is nostalgia in general just a, it's a, that act of nostalgia is powerful so tell me like what happened at your beach time sure um so i had been i live across the street from lake michigan like look if i had to get closer to the lake i have to jump into the lake like i'm i'm so close to lake michigan but um if you haven't been to chicago before and you're not familiar um, lake michigan is the second largest body of water in the great lakes and you can't really see its end it's huge it looks like a sea like it's as big as a sea it's massive looks like an ocean and to um most of chicago it's on a harbor so it's like a coastline there's beaches stretches stretches i think 20 30 miles of just beach it's gorgeous and in in some cult in some like circles chicago is kind of a beach town and 
um, one of my dear friends, she's lived in Chicago now for three years, and she lived in Chicago when she was a kid. Um, she lives in the north south west she was in the western suburbs but she hadn't been to chicago's beaches since that time when she was a kid and you know she lived in chicago for three years and never got to the beach so i immediately my mission was like we're going to the beach memorial day weekend we're doing it we're going to the beach so on monday memorial day weekend we went to the beach we got went to the grocery store we got like guacamole chips fruit um, I got a sandwich, so I had eaten all day, and we like made a made a um, specific trip to the beach. It was four of us. We got blankets. We put my iPhone in a cup, so we had a speaker, and we just like hung out at the beach, put our feet in the water. And it was really nice. And um, for such a long time, I have always gone to the lake, but I tried not to go to the beach so much. And mostly because I have just this aversion to show off most of my body. And um, I'm like, even, I wear dresses a lot. Like, I'm wearing a dress today, but I'm wearing leggings or I wear tights. And I typically don't like being in situations where I can't do that. And um, this Monday, I kind of didn't care. So I wore a longer kind of like hit my knees black dress because I'm a goth at the beach. I'm a goth beach babe. But <laughs> wearing all black <laughs> at the beach. Because I don't own other other clothes. All my clothes are like black and gray. So um but I showed off my legs and I didn't feel weird about it. I was surrounded by friends and no one gave me a weird look as I was going to the beach with my legs out and um, I was super conscious of like my legs just being exposed, but it was nice just being on the sand and not really caring about what happened or like if my dress happened to ride up a little further up past my knee, I just kind of embraced it. It also helps that like my friend and I, um, we had water bottles full of Prosecco, so we got drunk on the beach. Hey. Hey. But, um... That also didn't didn't hurt me not caring about if my legs showed. But the more I loosened up and more I laid down on the beach and just, like, kind of let the sun rays touch my pale, pale skin that has not been exposed in many, many months, it was nice to just kind of embrace my body in a way and be more connected to it and not feel so, um, so rejecting towards it and just loving my skin and seeing a good turned from like light 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 skin to you know just slightly darker a little toasted but it was nice <laughs> just seeing that transition just being in the sun and embracing my skin good for you yeah like did you did you ever have some moments where you were like kind of aware that you were loving yourself and then like kind of were trying to snap yourself out of it yeah, um, so I was wearing Spanx underneath my dress, um, just as low, like I wouldn't get chafed, because it happens when you uh, have thick thighs, which save lives, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you do chafe, so I had, like, I had, um, they're, like, biker short length, they come, like, they come above my knee, but it's enough where, like, my thighs are fully covered so that I won't rub against them, and I... Well, at one point, I was like laying on my stomach and just chatting with my friend, and my feet were in the sand, 
and my most of my most of my legs were in the sand, and my dress had ridden up over my uh, until like my my um, spanks were showing a bit, and um, I think I like you know offhandedly asked, "Are my spanks showing?" Um, whatever, I don't care, and just kind of just like being out fully bodied in the sand and not really caring what I looked like to other um, spectators or passersby, just being able to like enjoy the fact that I was outside with my friends, very drunk on Prosecco, eating guacamole with sand in it because it was super windy, but I'm not just not caring, just enjoying being in that moment. Hell yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was um, it was fun times at the beach, and she had a good time too. Like she um, had brought another friend of hers, and they had walked and they collected sea glass, which was really cute. And um, my best friend, my one of my other best friends, she came as well. We were just like listening to one of our favorite albums um, from the last couple of years, Tame Impala's Currents, just like blasting it in a. Um, in a styrofoam cup because we'd have a speaker <laughs> and we're just like dancing in the sand and just like having a great time just like not caring if other people could hear us scream singing this album that only been out has been out for a few years now like i don't care i'm gonna listen to this beach band um from australia because we're a bunch of surfer you know stoner types who made that album you know just like enjoying being in the sand with my friends and like enjoying summer Summer has always been a weird season for me because I hate, um, I hate um, sweating, but also I hate um, having to like wear less clothes because I like layers, and also just comes back to my body dysmorphia and having to like you know feel uncomfortable showing some of my skin, and so like this is the first time in a really long time that I didn't care. So yeah, I'm just trying to be more comfortable more forgiving for my body or you know whatever my body is doing in that moment i'm just gonna just kind of let it happen just like tim and paula said oh sure okay (laughs) what can i say (laughs) oh man sure well we're gonna take a quick break we're not gonna be able to go to the beach right now because it is hella late right now while we're recording but we are gonna take a quick break drink some water and we're gonna tell you a little bit about who's helping pay our bills this week hey (laughs) this week we're sponsored by hey guess what field notes brand field notes what's that james (laughs) well we've only been talking about them for the last couple of months because they're fantastic they're so good yeah, so basically, Field Notes is made for people that are much cooler than me. People who don't really enjoy using their iPads for stuff, but instead love that feeling of pen on paper. It's a US-made memo book, and they look damn good, don't they, Sherry? They look so good, and they have a, a different theme and color-assorted packs. Like, they have a Field Notes for every occasion. I know, like they got um, field notes for your repass. They got field notes for when you think of stuff while you're taking a shit. Why did you start uh, with got... the repass? <laughs> <laughs> there was literally everything else. Like, like let's start with death. <laughs> <laughs> but also, he's not notes. wrong. There are plenty of them for you know. There are black on black. There are white on black. <laughs> 
there are purple on black. You know, would, would I would I be lying in saying that there's a field notes that has a pocket for your macaroni and cheese at Sudbury Pass? Uh, can't say you're on. Can't say. <laughs> Who's well, to say really? Should, <laughs> well, I think you should fact check that by heading over to 401 North Racine if you're in Chicago. Find out if they have the soul food pack. Ooh, yes, with like, you know, like really the orange for like mac and cheese, green for collard greens. Yeah, because it's bright orange. (laughs) Yes, and then like, you know, you got to have like your okra. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, bruh. Soul food pack. Scratch and sift field notes, fam. Yeah, or you can just go to their website at fieldnotesbrand.com. Hey, field notes, like literally just like steal these ideas. Like, let me get a collard green. Oh my gosh, yes, like recipes inside. Damn. (laughs) We are out here. Once again, go to fieldnotesbrand.com. Hey, Cher. Hey. Do you know what time it is? It is open call time. It's open call time. Open call. It is open call time. So if you are unfamiliar with Open Call, Open Call is where you give a shout out to what it is that we're feeling this week. It can be a concept. It can be an idea. It's whatever we want because why? It's our show. Mm-hmm. So, Cher, what are you feeling this week? I am feeling fitness. Um, I decided to do the 30 and 30 challenge this month, which means 30 minutes of exercise for 30 days straight. And um, it's kind of catalyzed, the catalyst for it was um, I've worked out every day this week. Actually, for the last week and a half, I worked out every day for an hour and some change. Just like going to the gym in my building and actively working out. I got a new app on my phone called 8Fit that's like giving me um, different exercise routines and changes it up every day and just trying to get one with my body and trying to love myself more honestly any way to like you know just uh, you know dismiss any kind of self-loathing or inadequacy feelings I'm feeling constantly it's like you know what the body that you're in is a body that you're in forever so you gotta learn to love it somehow so um working out has kind of given me a little more of a structure in my day and kind of starting off right and it's also kind of changed the way I've been watching TV because I'm trying to reserve my TV watching to when I'm exercising as well so I don't feel like I'm uh, I'm watching TV but I'm also doing something productive at the same time so I don't feel like I'm just like sitting and watching on the couch I'm like sitting on a elliptical on elliptical or I'm sitting on a um, on a stationary bike or you know I'm watching TV on the treadmill I'm not just watching TV on a couch somewhere so um, 30 and 30 challenge um, today technically is where it started but I've been you know working out consistently and it's not as difficult as it has been the last few months and me actually going to the gym I, I look forward to going to the gym so that is what I'm feeling this week fitness what about you James what are you feeling this word week word up word up yeah <clears throat> so I'm giving my shout out to Barry from podcasting Barry hi Barry hi <laughs> And the reason why I'm giving her a shout out is for like a couple things. So the main reason I'm giving her a shout out this week is because I saw in the New York Times that yes. she got 
a huge, huge shout out there. She did. And that's honestly dope as fuck. And I'm giving her a second shout out mainly because, like, for as long as I can remember, like, Barry, if you're unfamiliar with her and Podcast in Color, this is, like, a totally independent resource that has been integral for black podcast and black podcast hosts and black podcast producers this podcast podcast engineers this podcast even um in making sure that everyone is aware of each other and being an advocate for black podcasters and black podcasting and just letting people know that we exist that we are valid, that we are worth your time, and that we come in a multitude of different flavors because blackness is not a monolith. And a lot of people think that in black podcasts, that if you are a black podcast, you can only be one kind of black podcast. And Barry has made that, like, has basically proven all that wrong. Yeah, that, yeah. She's like, there is... yeah. She made an entire catalog essentially of um, every black podcast that exists. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the main reason why I'm giving her uh, this shout out this week. Mm-hmm. And also, it like uh, I recently put a call out for um, looking for somebody to collaborate on this project with um, here at my at my work. And thanks to her sharing the word, like, I got some really great um, names and people to, like, connect with and everything. So I'm giving you a shout out, mainly because doing stuff independently is hard. Mm -hmm. Doing stuff independently can be lonely, as we both know. And you're doing it. And, like, I'm just happy that you're getting the props that you deserve yeah when and i saw her recognition when i saw that i freaked out i was like barry because yeah. she yeah. earned it she totally yeah. did and does continuously like she is still very much active um with uh podcast in color she's with now she's with she's now with loudspeakers which is fantastic and yeah, I'm just so excited and proud of her trajectory and all this. Like she, she made her own path, and as someone as as we have, you know, creating our own space and you know everything from like creating post loudness to just doing the show, seeing that trajectory and seeing somebody do it completely on her own with little to no resources. It's really inspiring. So shout out to Barry. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, like call it commandeered your call out, but yeah. I'm really, I'm really happy for her. So yes, cosine completely. Episode ninety. Yeah, ninety. We did it. We've reached, I think, longer than the current life expectancy (laughs) from America. So, oh, shit, James. Or uh, <laughs> in post at this point. Fuck no. Hey. Yeah, like. Be here. Yeah, he's making it so, like, I won't have a long expectancy because of global warming, but it's fine. That's fine. Yeah, and healthcare. So. That too. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so, if you want to find us on the internet. Um, while you still can. Right, while we still can, and while black people can still have the opportunity to 
enjoy Wi-Fi, uh, you can tweet the show at OpenEndedFM or using the hashtag OpenEnded. And you can follow me at underscore James T. Green. You can follow me, Cher, at Share Musings. And you can send us an email, if you so choose, at the Podcast at gmail.com. You can also show us some love by sending us a donation at openended.fm slash donate. You can rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, or you can recommend us on Overcast, Pocket Cast, or wherever you listen to your audio programming. And last but not least, we are a proud member of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. It's basically like a collection of some of the best audio programming that comes out of Chicago. I really think you would dig another show on the network called Friendshipping, where it's basically two friends of ours, Trin and Jen, and they teach you about all the great things you need to learn about being a friend. It's like really good shit. It's really cute. And, and we're... Oh. <laughs> oh, man. You can you can close that out. Sorry. It's okay. And we're a proud member of Post Loudness, which is a collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color women and queer identified hosts you can listen to another show on the podcast collective uh, you can listen to unlearned unlearned is a show about two women talk about all the things we try to unlearn every day as they get into it it's fantastic definitely give them a listen yeah so that's it um i mean share i'm gonna miss you mm-hmm. but i'll call you next week yeah but until then Keep things open-ended.